Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We expect him to be okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, he's day-to-day at the very, I shouldn't say day-to-day. He didn't practice today. We expect him to practice tomorrow. Now, when you think of Benson, any 18-year-old coming in, we always talk about offense. I mean, the kid has shown more at the other end of the ice, too, than is that then the biggest thing in your mind that puts him over the top for now is he does have some idea how to be responsible? He would not be in the position he is with our roster, being on our roster. if He he could be as prolific as anybody offensively, um, but if he didn't have what you're referring to, defensive instincts, um, positionally pretty sound, uh, he wouldn't be on the roster right now. He just wouldn't, and, and that's usually why players have to go to the American League. They have to learn how to play uh, without the puck. Uh, the, just the, the immense amount of responsibility you have in the NHL when you don't have the puck. Uh, and he is shown to be very proficient in that area. Uh, and that helps him get to offense faster. You know, Most players miss that concept, but when you're in position defensively, pucks come to you, and he puts himself in a position very, very consistently where pucks have to go through him or near him, uh, which means you can either pick it off or you're in a good position to, to defend. And, you know, he's incorporated that more as an offensive instinct that um, there's no question that quality is uh, probably um, the single most. He could have all the other qualities. If you don't have that one, you're probably not on a roster right now. You and Kevin both said yesterday he makes lines better it is you know you uh you nailed it there jordan when he that's what that's what you're looking for uh you know get to offense be more efficient and proficient on defense so you can get to offense and um again it's almost a natural for him there's a lot of natural to it because he wants the puck and he wants to get to offense he's he's an offensively gifted player uh, but he's figured out how you know the benefit of being good defensively is you get the puck quicker and you get it more. Um, so really, uh, as I say, it very impressive. How much did you, do you think you accelerated him by putting him in preseason with Skinner and Thompson? I could only guess. Um, I my I put him with put most of the, all of the young guys, Rosine Kulik, with two. You know, experienced players or returning players, um, 
and that was part of splitting Tuck away from Thompson and Skinner too. It was Tuck and Middlestead with the young guy. It was Skinner and Thompson with a young guy, so we could move these young guys along faster. Um, and I think all of our returning players really helped that initiative. Uh, what I what I wanted to do as as Benson as Zach started playing, you know, established himself playing well, was the next phase. You have to deal with pressure. Our team is dealing with pressure now that we've played well last year. So it's a whole different ballgame when you get to that next level uh, and, and expectations are definitive that you had a really good game, in this case for Zach Benson in game one. Uh, everybody, every, you know, the, the buzz is, oh, my God, he looked good with Thompson and Skinner, looked good with Thompson and Skinner. Is all that hype going to pull him out of it? Is, is he going to succumb to more hype or pressure? Uh, and he obviously didn't. He was even better the next game. I don't think the first game was Washington. I don't think he played with those two, but he had been practicing with those two. So he had a real good game. Then he goes with those two in a game. He follows it up with a good game. Keep him with him in practice. There's more pressure mounting. Everybody's talking about this kid more and more. He handles that pressure. It doesn't affect him in a negative way. And you guys have reported on pro athletes, and when that pressure mounts, it changes. It has an effect on him. The through that whole camp, then it had an effect on him. That was very important for me. That was something that I was uh, tracking, and I thought he was. And that's an, that's an indicator for me of how his feel for the game is. Um, and it didn't it didn't interfere with that because he because he reads plays very well. So that pressure he can handle because he still goes out on the ice. He goes, I know I should pass to Tomer right now, and I know I shouldn't. Some guys are like, I'm playing with Tage Thompson. I better get him the puck. So they can't read with anything that's in front of them because they look at Tage and they think of, uh, you know, they got his hockey card and everybody at home is calling him and saying, hey, you play, you're playing with Tage, you're doing great, and, and, and Skinner. And so he, he handled that very, very well. What you were just talking about, how being, if you're proficient defensively, you can get the puck. Yeah, I didn't say you could transition it. You could get the puck. That whole transition is a whole other thing. That's if you're proficient defensively, it doesn't mean you're proficient offensively. But but the concept itself, do you find as a coach that sometimes it's difficult to get that through to certain players? The well, it's always your challenge, I guess, as as a coach. Um, you're you're you know our our business is trying to improve your players, improve the team, and obviously win hockey games. So, uh, but. You're, you have lots of different initiatives. That's one. You know, you, you have certain players that are really good at killing plays. You look at a defenseman. And I always think through the league, you know, you, you look at defensemen that kill plays. And you, you watch them, you're like, oh, my God, look at how physical he is, how strong he is. He can kill a play. What good is it if you kill it and you can't transition it? So you might give a guy great 10, 10 great marks for killing a play and running somebody over, but he gets the puck. And it ends up back in your zone, and he ends up killing another, running another guy over, and he runs three guys over, and you think, wow, he just he just ran three guys over on one shift. Well, the second two times, where he, could, he didn't move the puck up. So you have to have both, and, and everybody has to continually understand that as a concept in the game and, and wherever they're at, make improvements. So we're always watching for that, evaluating guys for that and to, to that type of an initiative, you know. Shorter time on defense, how do we kill plays faster? And then how do we transition plays cleaner uh, would be, you know, kind of the big picture. More on how you saw him handling that type of pressure. You know, to us, when we talked to Benson, he seemed so chill about this type of moment. 
Um, but I guess internally, have you asked him how he, how he feels about that media coverage and pressure? Is there any way you try to poke at him to get answers? No. I mean, his, his actions speak. Your actions speak. And I don't, I don't feel a need to talk to him about that. He, he's not distracted by it because he's, he has full confidence on the ice and reading and reacting to situations. It's the player that might not have full confidence. Maybe he had a great performance, but he's not, and then that pressure pulls him out of it. So he, you know, there's, an, there's stuff he still has to learn in that regard. He, he's got a lot of natural ability there uh, that means pressure really won't mount on him because he, he can read and react to play. He knows when to pass to this guy and when not to pass to that guy. Um, that's a sense and a feel. And so when you have that, you, you don't feel pressure. It's like this. Late in the game, you know, guys can be flying up and down the rink, but the last five minutes of a game evaluate players. You, know, you look at, wow, this superstar just scored. This guy always scores when the pressure's on. Well, what really happens when you watch that or enough in sports, it's the other nine guys panic when there's five minutes left. They seize up. There's so much pressure, they actually back off the skilled player and they give that skilled player more time and space than he had the first 55 minutes because they're starting to tighten up. And then everybody's at the end of the game says, oh, my God, it's, that skilled player did it again with five minutes left. And I've watched film over and over. It's not necessarily that skilled player. It's the guys tightened up under pressure and gave him more time and space and allowed him to make that play. And so, you know, you see who are the real gamers in that regard. And, and you know, he has attributes of that. All I could tell the lead up to the draft was passion in the room because I'd sit in a room with the scouts. Now, I, I don't watch the amateur players very much, just watch a little maybe on film. I, I obviously watched a ton of them when I coached at that level. Um, so, you know, the, the, I'd sit in the scouting room. They'd talk about a player, and I'd pop them up on my computer and watch a few shifts and listen to the attributes they spoke of. And I can tell you with Zach, you know, we had him ranked very high much higher than where we selected him. So he fell to, to us at that point, and our room was ecstatic that that happened. Um, and that's all I knew. The passion that our scouts had for Zach, uh, and we were able to get him at 13, was, was, I think, amazing based on what I heard in that room for the few days before the draft. As far as the goalies go, you spoke the other day about how three can work because they're, they're younger and they're still fighting for their chance and so forth. Well, they're 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 all three in a position in their career where they have to continually focus on getting better. Neither neither none of the three have established themselves as a number one guy in the NHL. So, you know, if you had somebody in there that was established number one, it would be a different dynamic completely. Um, and so we don't. So in, in as far as, you know, three goalies and making it work, you you know, that is a decision we made um, that for various reasons um, that we're going to go with three goalies out of the gate and we can continue to evaluate that. But now making it work is on us. We have to make it work now. So it, it hasn't worked yet. We have to make it work. So I don't see that we've made it work yet, but there's different factors and components into it, and that's one that's really simple. There, we, we don't have anybody that's established himself as a number one NHL goalie yet. And so those three players know that. They're, they're working to, to 
you know, as a goal, as an aspiration to do that. And this is something, you know, until you get that net as a number one or a top six spot on defense, you know you better focus on work and not, you know, and just come to work every day to be better. And they have a great focus on that. You don't get a preseason to evaluate Massaboy, but what have you seen from him since he's been back on the ice and what are the challenges in trying to just evaluate him based on practice? Yeah, when you watch Matt Savoy, or, and we try to evaluate Matt right now with only a few practices, we, I, I have a lot of hindsight and feel from where he was a year ago in our practices uh, or at camp. And he, is a, he, had, he took the experience of last year, which was, you know, he had no hindsight coming into an NHL camp of size, speed, strength, intelligence of players, and then familiarity with personalities on our team. Older players have made him feel welcome. And he has come back, and really you can tell that he's, he's targeted the right areas uh, to prepare for this camp. He's showing his quickness, his very dynamic quickness and agility and mobility, uh, slipping in and out and pressuring pucks, and his release and shot are stronger and harder. Um, so he's got a little more pop or a lot more pop than he did a year ago. And I think a lot of that had to do with gaining the hindsight of last year's training camp being disappointed, he thought he sh- he thought he would have done better. I think last year as a competitor, when he left camp, he, he expressed that in his own terms. That you know, I learned a lot, and and what I learned is I need to be better. And in his words, however he said it, I remember that as a takeaway for him. And he has shown that he's targeted very well, because he's a better player right now. Well, I think to back up, I had Clifton and Johnson paired with guys that were familiar with all our drills and all our systems, and they could walk them through practice day in and day out and day in and day out and, and build them and acquaint them to what we're doing. Um, I think as we move into the home opener, uh, based on, on watching games and information that I've taken in, I feel that uh, we're best to start right now with the familiarity of Darlene and Samuelson and Yoka Haru and Power, and those two guys now go together with a greater feel of what the overall picture is and a little bit less pressure in the sense of, you know, we know that Samuelson and Darlene are, you know, when they're going, they're going. And, um, you know, so so I think that's a, a lot of why they were uh, in the spots they were in prior and why they're in those spots today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.